How do you press play on a business idea when you can't get the what-ifs in your head to freaking shut up? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you can always find me at choosetohaveitall.com. And those what ifs, wow, they get you every single time. I know they've gotten me a time or two and I consider myself the professional fear wrangler. But what if I put something out there and nobody buys? What if I come up with an idea and and somebody thinks I've copied from them? What if I try and I fail? What if the I only think I'm good, but I find out I'm not really that good? What if, what if, what if? How do you get that damn voice to shut up so you can start taking action on your dream? That's the real question, right? That's a lot of people's question. I think this episode's going to help a lot of you listening in. So tune into the question. Hi, I'm currently struggling with what if. My heart sings when I'm in my craft room. I love to design shirts and crafts, all kinds of things. I took a leave from my corporate job due to stress, but I've been on mandatory overtime since last year, July. I don't want to be there. I don't want to work there. And then they forced me to work extra hours. I do have a family, but honestly, I I don't want to go back. I've started looking for a part-time job with hopes that my craft time will make up the difference in income. Problem is I haven't sold anything yet. What if I don't go back to my corporate job and I keep pressing on until my business takes off? I claim to be a believer in Christ, but struggling with what if. It doesn't even make any sense. Hoping you can help. Oh my goodness. Yes, I can help. Of course I can help. This is completely inside my wheelhouse and we got to get you going on a different way of thinking. Um, And the first thing I want you to think about here is that you can't do this on a wing in a prayer. Um, You say you have a craft business and you haven't sold anything. So the first thing that I'm going to ask you is how have you tried to sell things? If you're simply putting up t-shirts on Etsy or you're putting things on Shopify or one of those other online websites or you're just posting things willy-nilly to a Facebook page or to your personal profile and you're not treating this like a business, that is very likely the reason why you're not making sales. The first thing I want to ask you is when was the last time you asked someone to buy from you? I can't tell you the number of times people say it's not working. I'm not making any money. I haven't gotten any sales. Nobody is buying. When you can't even, and the person can't trace back the last time they even asked. So I want you to think about your efforts so far. The designs you've made, the time you've taken, the things you've tried to put yourself out there. And I want you to look at this as the boss of your business. Rather than thinking about what ifs and all of the things that imposter syndrome can do and not on our toes about, I want you to look at what you've done as a business owner and do your actions represent those of a boss? Have you designed t-shirts, put them out there unapologetically, let people know how they can buy, promoted the heck out of it, told people about it in casual conversation, posted it on social media, getting people engaged in your ideas and your content and the things you're doing, or have you quietly done a cute little design, put it up on a website, and you're just waiting for somebody to find it? Have you taken an active role in the sales process?
You absolutely get to be a believer and going for the brass ring, believing that your faith is going to get you there, that you are capable. I work with a lot of faith-driven people, but faith and prayer are not going to bring in the dollars by themselves. You have to use your faith and use your prayer to determine your next set of actions, to determine what you're doing. You have been crystal clear that that corporate job while it brings in money, sucks your soul. You've also been crystal clear that you're not in this by yourself. You have a family. You have people who are dependent on you. You can't just afford not to work and kind of while away the days in a craft room without a plan. You need to get in that craft room and then you need to make a plan. You know you're not willing to work in the corporate job right now. You know that. But what are you willing to do? I don't think it's a good idea when you're just starting out to go all in on your business without a plan B, without supplemental income. And I, I'm telling you this because it plays with our mindset. A lot of people think that I get on a soapbox about that because it just doesn't make financial sense or it's not logistical or it's not the way I would do it. But I can tell you that when people build their businesses on the fear of making money with a scarcity mindset, with needing the next sale because it's going to pay for their mortgage, they make poor business decisions. You need to build a strong business foundation for yourself before you can lean on your business with all of life's burdens, responsibilities, and unexpected expenses. Otherwise, you're going to risk charging too little just because you need some money. You're going to risk being taken advantage of by your clients and your consumers. You're going to risk burning the candle at both ends, not because you really want to from a passion-driven place, but because you feel desperate to bring in the cash. And that is no way to build a lasting business. You want to build a lasting business on your ideas, on your passions, on your dreams that are sparked and fueled by creativity, but then hand in hand with sensible strategy. And it's going to take you a while to learn those things. You were going to need a little bit of a cushion. No, you don't have to go back to that corporate job unless that's simply the devil you know. I built my online business when I was already a burnt out mental health clinician. I knew I didn't want to offer mental health therapy anymore. I knew that it was exhausting, that it sucked my soul a little bit, that I had grown tired and stale from it. But I also knew it was the devil I knew that I could make some money from it while I built my side income. But that choice is not possible for everybody. Sometimes your soul is being sucked so much that you absolutely need to get away immediately or else you'll never take action on your dream. You're going to have to do a little bit of a self-examination with yourself on that and evaluate your own processes and evaluate your own thinking. Because if you don't want to go back to corporate, you absolutely do not have to go back to corporate. But it's my bias that you have to do something in addition to building your craft business. Otherwise, I think everything's going to be shaky, but you get to decide what you want to do. Do you want to go, for example, 
If you're building a craft business, do you want to go work for a a store like Michael's, which is, I don't know if that's a national chain or I don't even know if you're in the United States, but it's a store here that offers a large variety of craft supplies so that you could get the employee discount. Do you want to go work in like a luxury kind of craft store or yarn store or fabric store where you could really sort of benefit from being around other like-minded people, other creatives who have interests? Do you want to offer, for example, local craft um, lessons to people? Do you want to just host regular meetups where you charge $25, $35 a head and you teach people how to have a craft at the end of the night? Or do you want to go and create a mobile little offering where you go to women's homes and you teach them over a a bottle of wine, how to do X, Y, Z. You get to decide how you want to earn side income while you work on building out your product offering, but you have to choose something that brings in money. Otherwise, the money monkey is immediately on your back, and then you're never going to believe it's possible. You're going to start to think that your faith is failing you, and in reality, you've set yourself up to fail. I would really like to see you set yourself up for success. And I would like you to do that with business strategy, with a solid business plan, so that you approach your craft business with a boss mentality, not a running away from your corporate job mentality, that you want to be able to own the fact that you have this passion, you have this drive, you have this dream for yourself that you were feeling compelled to put into action. And that's going to take you time to learn the business side of things. It all Always takes time to learn the business side of things, even for established business owners. And I'm not sure from your letter whether or not you already have owned a business before, but it comes with a learning curve. And if you can give yourself a cushion doing work that doesn't suck your soul, that doesn't take up bucket loads of time, that gives back a little bit, maybe in the terms of being around other creatives or an employee discount on craft supplies, you will be setting yourself up for success. And of course, the what ifs are going to happen. We are biologically wired against risk. It's in our DNA that anytime we step outside our comfort zone, there's going to be this voice in our head that goes, "Uh uh-oh, what about, and have you thought about, and what if this happens, and oh no, what if that happens, and you shouldn't be worried about this, you should be focused on that, et cetera, et cetera. All of the danger signs are going to show up. And now, if you follow the approach I'm putting out there for you, you now have a response, a physical measurable, observable response to say, yes, I am trying something new. Yes, some people might not buy, but look at all the steps I'm taking that I'm choosing to take, that I'm taking control of to get me in my dream. Look at how I'm setting myself up for success. So yes, it might not happen, but I am capable of getting back up. That is where you want to hold your faith, your confidence in yourself, in your own abilities, and the gifts you've been granted, the talents you've been given, and your ability to use them and make them shine. I hope that makes sense because that is 
the process by which everybody listening today needs to work through fear. So many people don't take action, don't even press play or press start or go because they're waiting to feel confident. You are never going to feel confident until you choose a new set of actions. No amount of prayer can hand that to you. That's what I used to tell my mental health therapy clients all the time who came to me with self-esteem and confidence issues. We can't just sit on the couch and talk yourself into a better version of confidence. We can't just help you find your self-esteem in some hooded nook in this office. We help you find it by choosing a new behavior. Choosing a new behavior means doing it before you feel you're ready, doing it before you believe in yourself, because it is in the new behavior, in the new actions that you create a new automatic thought to change, to risk, to trying something new, to casting out your line and seeing what you catch. We can't do that process sitting still beginning, middle, end. You have to set yourself up for success and then you have to take new actions and you have to look at what you're bringing to the table, what you need to learn, and then you work on putting yourself out there. You get crystal clear on the dream you want for yourself, what you're absolutely positively unwilling to do. And what I hear here is that includes your corporate life. So don't include your corporate life. It's now your non-negotiable. But given your dream, given your non-negotiable, how are you going to get to where you want to go? That's the process you walk yourself through. You use your prayer to guide it. You use your journaling to lead you. You use all of the supports, your mentors, your friends, your family to boost you and support you. But ultimately, a new ending to this story requires new actions on your part. And when you start to approach your dream business as the boss of your business, with a boss mentality, you set yourself up for success. You're not in the passenger seat of your car waiting for faith to hand you the answer. You are in the driver's seat praying that you will choose the right actions, that the words that need to come out of your mouth the moment you need to say them come to you, that the skills and the talents that you can offer other people will find the people who need it and will benefit, that when it comes time to ask for the sale, you will have the courage to do it. That's how you use your faith and you use your belief to fuel your dream rather than chastising yourself that if you were a believer, this would happen. This isn't about you being a good enough believer. This is about you having changed your behavior so you can believe in yourself. And that's entirely different. I hope this makes sense. I hope it gives you some direction and specific, measurable, observable things that you can do that you can prey on to find their way to you and that you can start to choose and chart a new path for yourself. I love this question. Your struggle here is so real and it's so shared by so many of the listeners to this show. How do you take action when you're scared to death? I've guided you through this steps because you've been brave enough to ask your question. I hope the other listeners of the show find value here too. And if that they have a question, they know that they too can always reach out to me just like you did with, um, 
their own questions, and I'll get my two cents on it because the best pod comes from the best questions, and yours was such an important one today. Thanks so much for reaching out to me. I really appreciate the faith you put in me. I hope my answer helped. I hope it helps other people listening too. I always want to hear your feedback, and of course, I always need your questions. I do my best to make this a daily podcast with daily actionable lessons, and it only works if your questions come in on a timely basis. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can find me over at heather at choosetohaveitall.com. And if you are finding this show valuable, if you are getting something from it, please take a moment, go to your podcast app, leave a review, take an additional second and share it with the people who find value, who might find value in it too, who need to know that they can too can have daily mindset in their earbuds whenever they want or need it. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.